On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Kaljeet Rakra from Takasa. We had such a good conversation all around how to find amazing publisher affiliates. We walked through step-by-step how he has done it manually this whole time. We walked through his entire process. We uh, we walked through um, how he was actually able to craft incredible pitches. Uh, We've got a great free resource uh, that you guys are going to be able to uh, check out for that. You are not going to want to miss this one. Hey guys, are you struggling to create offers that actually convert? Look no further than our must-have brand new course called Million Dollar Offers. With just a few short videos, you're going to learn the seven essential elements of a million dollar offer and how to leverage the power of AI and chat GPT to iterate on your headlines and your prompts. The great news is that this course is actually completely free. So Google Upgrowth Academy, that's Upgrowth Academy, and look for the course called Million Dollar Offers. You guys will not regret this one. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Sorry guys, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm not able to get my words out right now, but don't worry, this is going to be a good episode. Uh, today I am joined by Kaljeet Rakra from Takasa. Did I say that all right, Kaljeet? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, it's, it's great because you and I have been connected for like, I, I feel like it's been a couple of years. And I never said your last name before. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, Kaljita yeah. Takasa, you know? And so today I actually had to pronounce his last name. And uh, and that's probably the most difficult part of my uh, my day so far. And it's not even that hard of a name to pronounce. So anyway, Kaljit, for people who don't know anything about you or anything about Takasa, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you guys do. Yeah, so thank you for the intro. Um, I'm the co-founder of Takasa.co. We are an organic and fair trade certified homewares brand, uh, one of the only and first in Canada to be certified for both. Uh, we make wow. bed and bath linens that are, you know, uh, made with the people and planet in mind. So like, you know, we make sure all of our cotton is from fair trade farmers so they get paid um, and we make sure everything's organic so there's no hazardous chemicals or dyes um, throughout the process. Awesome. Awesome. That that is great. And uh, just for everybody listening, uh, Kaljeet sent me uh, uh, some uh, bath towels, and oh my gosh, I it's like I was using you know paper before. Um, yeah. When when these came, I'm like, oh no, no, no. You've done that thing where now I'm leveled up to a new level where I can't really go back, which which. I am very upset at you for Kaljeet, uh, for our entire household um, and the things we're going to need to buy now. So um, thanks, but no thanks is what I want to (laughs) say. You are welcome. And, uh, you know, uh, we find that people always reach for our towels once they do buy them. Um, Because, yeah, we we make them because we want them that way, right? Totally. Yeah. So where was the gap? What, like, what did you see? Why, you know, why another company in the space? I know you're, it's a bit, probably a bit of a crowded space yeah. as far as just linens and, and all of that stuff is concerned. Why did you think and, and where did you see the gap that wasn't being filled? Yeah. So, you know, um, I born and raised in Canada, but we were in the U.S. for a bit before moving to Vancouver and we did a home renovation and my wife and I sort of analyzed where do we spend the most amount of time? right? You have kids, you start reading labels, you start looking at the things you're buying. And you're like, okay, we spend a lot of time in a living room, we spend a lot of time in our bed. What are we putting on our bed? What is in those things? So when we started seeing like, you know, microfibers, and then we started seeing, you know, the process of how these products are being made and the labor conditions under them, 
we just weren't happy with it. So, you know, we doing the home renovation, we decided to switch up all of our linens. Um, there's plenty of companies in the US that are fair trade and organic. We are moving back to Canada uh, with the sort of purpose of starting a business. Uh, we had a few ideas in mind. This was one of them. And when we showed, you know, when we started doing the business planning and started looking at certifications, we realized that there isn't a company in Canada that's certified under the global organic textile standard and under fair trade cotton. And so that was the mm. gap, um, you know, to that we, we, which is a massive gap in Canada. Yeah. Like yeah. it's very, very surprising because we're a very progressive nation called yeah. you know, like absolutely. Right. And I'm just surprised that, yeah. that no one had filled that yet. Yeah. And even to this day, there's not many companies out there. I think there's two fair trade cotton homewares companies and three or four, um, global organic textile standard, like certified companies in Canada. Um, so yeah, we, it's amazing that none of them are doing both. And it is a long, arduous process uh, to get certified. There is cost involved with that. So I can see why uh, people don't do it. But, you know, if you want to make sure you have visibility throughout your supply chain, you need it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about traction. Where, when did you guys start to, to find that traction? You're like, oh, okay, this is going to be a real company. Like, where, where was that? What was the, was there like a specific moment that, that you felt that? Yeah, it was, um, I would say, you know, it took us a year to really get going. We, we launched March 2020, um, you know, right as the pandemic okay. was starting. Our whole plan of launching was to be doing trade shows, pop-up shops uh, and getting word out there so people can touch and feel our product. Cause like, you, you know, you touch our towels and it's a completely different experience uh, when you can touch and feel the product. Um, so we, oh, yeah. we couldn't do any of that because of the pandemic. Uh, so then we quickly sped up our digital plan um, to get out there. And then, you know, is about, you know, that black Friday of 2020 when things really started picking up for us and we're like okay this this can be something um so sort of all the hard work that we had put in and yeah. sort of raising as much awareness as we could so after that point we're like okay we're going to continue on this um mission and you know we've been growing ever since which has been great awesome so and now we hit 2023 right mm -hmm. where you know we're recording this late may 2023 uh 2023 has been a very difficult year for a lot of brands i i've talked to uh, innumerable brands this year that are really struggling when it comes to new client acquisition and and all of that kind of stuff. What's happening for you guys this year? Are you guys caught in that or, or are you still in growth mode? We're still in growth mode. So this year, um, we're growing at about 60% year over year, um, which has been fantastic. Um, you know, last year we grew at 30%. Um, so this year's growth has been even higher um, we're finding a lot more traction. We're finding a lot more repeat customers. People who bought from us in 2020 and 2021 are coming back and replenishing. Um, so yeah, things knock on wood are pretty good for us right now. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's, let's talk about that growth. Cause I'd love to hear what is uh, actually working in 2023 for you, because there are things that are working out there, guys. It's not as though like, you know, it's all doom and gloom. I, I know I like to talk like that, but uh, you know, we found, we found incredible ways to continue to acquire customers. I'd love to hear from, from your perspective, where is that happening right now? And, and how are you continuing to grow 60%, you know, whatever size company is, is a lot of growth, especially in a stagnant economy like this. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, at the beginning did what every DTC brand does and heavily invested in Facebook and Google and everything else. We didn't find that working for us as much. Um, and then we sort of doubled down on SEO 
And then we started looking at, um, you know, the world of affiliate marketing. Like we kept doing a lot of pitching to journalists, to writers, to magazines, uh, and found that, yeah. you know, some would do it and some would just ignore us completely. And then, um, I was introduced to this thing called, um, you know, share a sale and skim links and how publishers make money off of the thing, these listicles they do. Um, I looked into it further and was like, this is like a magical troll. I don't know if everyone's actually doing this. Yeah, I, I, for for sure. So I'd love to to hear what, what your process was like, do, like getting into this world. Yeah. Like, where do you start? Uh, I think if we could break down the entire process for people. So, you know, I mean, you've listened to this, yeah. this podcast once or twice called G. You know, I really love tactical, practical sort of ways of, of getting through here. And so I'd love for you to break down what you need to do to actually contact these uh, these publishers. What does the pitch look like? The the whole thing. And I'm, and you know I'm going to step in and ask you a million <laughs> yeah, questions yeah. throughout. Of course. So. I think number one, what you have to do is do a little, like you, you have to find your platform that works for you. So for us, that's ShareASale. Um, okay. There's other platforms. There's AWIN, yeah. there's Commission Junction, there's Refersion. But find a platform that works for you uh, from a cost perspective and just from a technology perspective. Um, after that, yeah. you know, you're going to sign up to these things and you're going to get a flood of affiliate applications. Um, you, you carefully have to sort of like ignore a lot of them and look at the ones, um, that are valuable. And those are the ones that are publishers, um, and also like skim links. Skim links is very important. Every publisher, um, every digital publisher uses skim links. And what skim links basically does is if a publisher writes about you and there's a link to your website on that article, it allows that publisher to get a commission yeah. uh, on that sale that you can set. So is, is Skimlinks a different platform than ShareASale or is Skimlinks within ShareASale? You have to have ShareASale or a platform to be a part of Skimlinks. So it's like a an affiliate gotcha. technology company that publishers use that links to brands. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, so super important. So guys, remember ShareASale, Skim links. Now, how in the world do you reach out to these people? And what is the pitch? Like, yeah. how, like, why does a publisher want to talk about a linen company? Like, what, 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 what reason do they have, Kaljeet? Three things, right? So how to pitch, the, the question you're asking there. So I came across on LinkedIn, um, a, a great person who I'm still in contact with today, whose name is Gloria Chow. Um, and she has this master class okay. that teaches you how to pitch. And I recommend that one hour master class. She also has like um, a community group and you can actually pay to help and she'll help you with your pitching as well. Um, but just cool. doing the free class. Great. That's the number one thing I would say is to just sort of help you with your pitching. Um, the second thing I would do, you know, sign up for help a reporter out. And, you know, what yep. that basically is, and the other question you had is why would publishers want to write about you or why do writers want to write about you? They need content, right? They want to create totally. listicles. That's that's the name of the game that they're yeah. in is just creating as much good content that's going to keep people on the page as possible, right? Absolutely. And so, and they also want to have great results in SEO. So when someone searches for organic betting, they want to be the first article that says, here are 10 organic betting companies you have to buy from. Yeah. Um, and so it's up to you to leverage those. And the way to leverage them is through this whole affiliate channel, because, you know, everyone's here to make a bit of money. Yeah. 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 Everyone wants to make some money along the way. Absolutely. And so this is the way publishers, <laughs> because they don't have the ad revenue, you know, um, 
this is one way that they can make money off of it. So, you know, that, that those three things, find out how to pitch sort of, you know, refine it, get your sort of product pitches, sign up for Harrow, um, and then start pitching. Okay. So, and are you just pitching on Harrow requests right now? Is that, is that it? Or are you, or are you like cold reaching out to we other people as well? Reach out as well? So we look, you know, we look up reporters that have written about our industry. Um, we connect with them on LinkedIn. We email them. There's a few that we've developed great relationships with. So every time we do have a sale, we'll send them an email to say, Hey, we're having a sale. It's 20% off, you know, and they'll publish it. And that just sort of helps with cool awareness um and getting that sort of volume that you need that's great how are you tracking the the Mm. actual like quality of traffic that's coming from these sources is this all just like taking like looking at analytics within share sale do you have like special utms that you're using for these uh yeah for these articles share sale has their own sort of utm that comes through as a like a referral um and then within the platform itself you can see where the you know, where your traffic's coming from and where your sales are coming from. And is there a certain attribution window that you have to use for these publishers? Or do you get to to say what oh, the you attribution can, window yeah, is? Yeah, you can set it. You can set it to be, you know, some requests to have 30 days, some, you know, are, are basic at the beginning with seven day um, yeah. of an attribution window. But yeah, some publishers, for example, even through skim links, you can set up customized rates for them. Uh, so, some, cool. so some of the bigger ones, you know, they'll they'll say, "Hey, we want you know fifteen percent commission, uh, and we want a thirty day yeah. look back window." Now, are you using an agency to do this? Or are you manually reaching out to these people yourself? Is this just kind of part of your day, or 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 an internal team member's day? Yeah. So this is completely in house. Um, we did cool, um, and we do still have sort of a writer that sometimes helps us out. Um, with refining our pitches or just reaching out for us, but a majority of it was internal. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So here's what I got so far, Kaljeet. Share a sale with skim links. We've got what was her name that we're Gloria, that we're Gloria gonna watch Chow. for one hour masterclass? Gloria Chow. Gloria Chow. Okay, awesome. Guys, remember, all that's gonna be down in the show notes. Yeah. I've got incredible team members who are going to scour the internet, find Gloria Chow. They're going to find this masterclass and put it down in those show notes. So you just go ahead and click that, guys. Um, and 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 this is something that you can do yourself. Are you using any fancy software or anything like that to, to get this done? Uh, no, my notes app um, inside of um, Apple to have our pitches ready to go. <laughs> the, note, the notes app, honestly, <laughs> it's like the best. Like I use notes so often and I've tried to replace it with like some fancy, you know, notes apps. And I'm like, no. No, the notes app is the simplest way to get all of this stuff done. Absolutely. Like it's a, just a great repository. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. So have your pitches ready to go. Um, okay. So put them in notes. Okay, great. And then so, so, so I, I might have a tool called Jeet for you now that, so, okay. I just want to step back for one sec here. Uh, cause this is kind of like a principles kind of conversation yeah. here. So, uh, like, kind of going back to first principles. So I truly believe you have to do things manually before you ever bring in AI or automation. You have to do it manually. Um, I uh, recently at our agency uh, took over uh, on the sales side, which is uh, a whole nother conversation that that we could have on the podcast at some point. But doing it, I manually was reaching out. Uh, I was manually entering things and I didn't even use a CRM. I was just using monday.com. 
so that I could actually be like, what is this process? Like, what do I need to know? What are the principles behind all of this stuff before you go and then automate some of this stuff? So I found an awesome PR tool um, that I want to introduce to everyone since we're talking about PR. Um, it's called Just Reach Out, uh, think.io. Yeah, .io. It's an AI reach out tool that has access to Harrow, all the Harrow requests, as well as a database of, of people in every sort of industry that you can think of. It also will craft an AI pitch based on what the reporter has done. Um, using AI, it goes, goes through, sees what some recent articles are that the reporter's done, and all you have to do is press send. So it's, it's, in, it's definitely a shortcut. But again, guys, I don't recommend doing that until you put the hard work in like Kaljeet has done because you have to know the principles. You have to know the pitch. You have to know the, all of the things that kind of go in behind that. So anyway, sorry, I... I took over there for a sec, but I just want everyone to to understand how important that is uh, from a first principles kind of standpoint. Yeah, that's a great tip, Jordan. Uh, absolutely do recommend doing it first yourself. Uh, writers will get back to you sometimes and say that was terrible. Um, but other times they'll say, this is great. Let's continue working uh, with each other. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a great tip. I'm, I'm going to have to look that up and uh, start using it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, and again, we just found it because we're sick of working with uh, affiliate agencies that don't get any <laughs> like I, I've yet to find an affiliate agency that I'm going to recommend to people. That's all I'm saying. It, yeah. And you have to be careful uh, because they, a lot of their work is just adding coupon sites. To, totally. Which, yeah. Anyone, yeah. Anyone. Yeah. And yeah, take, take a look at your, your report. Uh, the, there is one coupon site out there. I'm going to name them honey who I consider to be the mafia bosses of coupons because they basically come to you and say, Hey, do you want to have a honey branded coupon? If not, then we're going to continue to have your coupon codes out there. And this honey branded coupon code, they just happen to also make affiliate commissions based on it. Um, so they, they really are the mobsters of this whole coupon world. And I don't know how they get away with it and how we don't look at honey and be like, this is horrible for everybody except, well, except for the consumer who gets to find discounts and on small brands. So anyway, sorry, bit of a ramble. Uh, Kaljeet, I I'm going to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? Oh, man. Um, you know, I think it's focus. It's really focusing on what is working, doubling down on that, and trying to stay away from the shiny objects. Mm. Right? Especially as you're growing. What? Totally. And so so g give me some examples. What are some of those shiny objects that, that have taken away some of your uh, concentration on the main thing? Um, so, you know, like the the... The buzz things like last year was TikTok, right? Like, you know, do we need to be on yeah. TikTok? Do we need to do videos and and changing up our creative strategy and looking at that? But it just distracted from what we really needed to do was, you know, pitch to more reporters, um, yeah. get word out there, raise awareness to the channels that we're already in. Yeah, yeah, ab absolutely, Kaljeet. That's that's exactly right. TikTok is actually a really good example for like a massive amount of brands out there. It's like, you have to be on TikTok. You have to be producing this content, guys. I wasted so much money on so many different hires to try to solve this problem within our brands when on paid ads, the thing that converts all the time are friggin' awesome images. You know, like why, <laughs> why go away from that? I understand we need to, you know, be on the cutting edge of these things, but it, to Kaljeet's point, it's like, unless you're doing, you know, $20 million a year and you've got some extra wiggle room in your budget, it just focus on the main thing, right? Focus on the main thing. Super important. Uh, Kaljeet, thank you uh, for that one. I, I feel like I, everything you're saying, I'm just so passionate about that I'm just jumping in and telling everyone. <laughs> but 
but I appreciate you. So thank you. Thank you so much. I got three more questions okay. for you. I hope that you're ready. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So first question is favorite tool or app that you're using right now. So, um, besides the notes app, besides the notes app, oh no. Um, so <laughs> I, I used to be a banker and we worked a lot in Excel and doing pivot tables. Um, so that's still okay. my favorite tool for, for analytics. Uh, just download data from whether it be ShipStation or Shopify or Klaviyo and just sort of create pivot tables to find out where our customers are coming from. Um, you know, the profitability of each order. Um, so again, uh, no fancy apps it's excel and shopify and sort of the data behind it yeah you you tell me a better program out there than excel that can get you what you need and and i'll be the biggest investor yeah. ever because it's just it's just is what it is um have you plugged in uh chat gpt into your excel yet yeah, started experimenting uh with that um with mixed results um but yeah it's great it's it's amazing how quick like you know, when I was a banker, I used to have commentary that would be automatically done through Excel once I put the numbers in. Um, yeah. And this chat GPT just makes all of that easier. So summarize sort of yeah. the data that's yeah. there and what it means. Totally, totally. That's what I found too, is just like, it's it's like you have a $200,000 a year data analyst yeah. right by your side at all times. That's like, oh, I think that's what this means. And you're like, whoa, yeah. I didn't see that. Okay. Thank you, robot. <laughs> I appreciate you before you ruin our world, but right now you're beautiful. <laughs> um, Galjeet, uh, favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to? Um, right now, the favorite podcast, uh, you know, Limited Supply, besides yours, of, of course, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, limited Supply is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll be in the same, I'll, I'd love to be in the same conversation as, as the Limited Supply uh, bros there. Yeah, so. they're, doing a, they're doing a great job of just sort of... Uh, breaking down things that are working and not working and, and having fun while doing it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, guys, if anyone has a good, uh, sorry, I, I have connections with those guys, but I, I got to do a podcast swap with those guys. So if somebody wants to to make that happen on my behalf, please, yeah, be let's awesome. uh, let's do that. Uh, meant, meant to connect with them for a long time. I called you last question for you. If, uh, or sorry, not if, um, you just found out you have a year to live. What changes? What changes? Um, oh man, you know, I don't know if a lot would change other than maybe spend a little bit more time traveling. Um, you know, since the pandemic, we haven't traveled as much, but I would definitely spend more time uh, visiting people, um, you know, that I've known, visit new places I've never been. Um, that's what I would do if I had a year left. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to ask you one more question. Banking or entrepreneurship? Oh man, entrepreneurship, like hands down. Um you know, banking is great. It's stable and everything else, uh, but it's also very boring. Um, the world of entrepreneurship, every day is a new challenge, a new battle. Uh, sometimes you're on the moon and sometimes you're like, oh man, this is terrible. Um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I went out with my banker uh, a little while ago and uh, and she was talking all about how she's just like, I got to get out. of. It. I want to start something. I want to, uh, you know, she's been in banking for, I think about the last 15 years or so. And and it's it's time. So it's uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's probably the most entrepreneurial um, career that you can have. But man, oh, man, do we ever love and need our bankers uh, in this world. So I thank you for doing that uh, previously. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kalji, where can people connect with you and then find out more about Takasa? So Takasa, um, our website is Takasa.co. Um, and you can find all of our products and all of our information there. 
personally, you can find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Um, and I also have a Twitter account um, that I, you know, is great to get information on DTC as well. Um, so if you're not on Twitter, uh, get on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my my big recommendation to you guys in the DTC world. Like LinkedIn's awesome. Stay on LinkedIn. But go check out the D2C world on Twitter as well. There is just some pure gold over there. Um, and uh, and hopefully Kaljeet and I are, uh, are, are also giving some gold there too. So, uh, all right. Well, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you again so much. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. Really appreciate it. Are you an e-commerce founder or marketing leader struggling to get new offers or creative and copy to test fast enough in your ad accounts? Do you feel like your ad campaigns are falling flat and not generating the results that you actually need this year? The pain of not being able to effectively test and optimize your ad campaigns can lead to tons of missed sales and a huge amount of lost revenue, but we've created a solution. Introducing the Viral Offer Bundle from Upgrowth Commerce. For just $99, you're going to receive 10 highly engaging image creatives, 30 scroll-stopping headlines, 30 captivating ad copy variations, and 30 ad descriptions. These powerful tools are going to help you quickly test and optimize your ad campaigns to get the best results possible. Do not miss out on another sale. Visit www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer to buy today and then start seeing that relief from your ad campaign pain. Again, that's upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer. Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast and lots of you guys already are and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.